what's up you guys i am Garrett gerard hair and business influencer thank you for tuning in to get your money man well get your money man is more than just about money it's about strategies it's about principles it's about getting you to your next level it's a push to push you into the very thing that you have been desiring when it comes to your business. And so I've missed you guys the last couple of Mondays. I have been out, but I am back and I'm back with another interview by myself. Ha! Just me and you. And we have some other upcoming um, events that will be taking place um, concerning around this podcast that I'm excited about. And we have some other new people that I would like to bring in as well um, to be interviewed. And some of you may be watching, I mean, listening, maybe, hey, maybe I'm speaking something to existence. Some of you may be listening to this right now, and you may want to be a part of this podcast as well. Please feel free to reach out to me, book Gary now, B-O-O-K, Gary, G-A-R-Y, now, N-O-W, at gmail.com, and I'll be glad to have you on the show. So today, I just want to kind of talk a little bit about some things that I've seen over the years and seen recently too as well. It kind of struck, uh, not struck a nerve, but it kind of sometimes maybe just kind of rubbed you the wrong the wrong way. Um, those who do not know, I know I am um, a salon owner uh, here in Jackson, Tennessee, the Experience Salon Suite, um, along with my sister Raven Collier, who is a um, esthetician, and I've been in business for over doing hair for, I know, at least over 15 years. Um, I started in um, 2000. I was introduced to cosmetology in the year 2000. I became licensed in 07. So that's a pretty long time. And even doing those things, those times, I have seen people come. I've seen people go. And not just people, but I've seen how myself personally have developed, where I failed, where I grew, um, things that I've missed, things that I didn't understand, now I understand. Um, things that I just, I just, um, see my involvement and even different environments and cultures that I was raised up in coming up in the hair industry. Some were good and some were bad, but it's, it all worked out for the good. So today I want to talk about entrepreneurship boundaries, um, and entrepreneurship boundaries is all about setting drawing the line in the sand okay we want to take the definition of just drawing the line in the sand and also uh, just kind of closing to some door closing doors to some chaos and so i believe that even in our businesses where there are no boundaries that you create an a environment and a culture of chaos and you create a culture where everything is all over the place and you just basically just go whatever because you still have a mentality of I'm not turning nothing down but my collar. And it sounds good, but what happens when you decide to turn your collar down and set a boundary uh, and set some things in place concerning your business, okay? So I want to talk to people today about entrepreneurship boundaries. So let's deal with point number one. Point number one. Um, that you are a service provider and not a BFF, okay? All of us who have businesses and we are selling, I'm talking to those who are selling something. I'm sure if you're an entrepreneur, you are selling something, okay? You are you are trying to sell something, uh, gain increase of clientele and money, but this is a perception I believe that a lot of people have missed. If we are not careful, <clears throat> clear his throat, if we're not careful, 
that we will forget that we are a service provider and not a BFF. Even though, what do you mean? Even though some of you may have clients who may be your best friend or who may be good friends, but if the boundaries are not set um, uh, between the BFF and the service provider, you will always lose, okay? You'll lose when it comes to money. You'll lose sometimes when it comes to increase because I only want to charge you based off because we're laughing, we're talking, we are best friends forever. You know, you're my home girl, you're my homeboy, and I don't want to charge you. And sometimes this this has a lot to do with being an emotional charger. Um, because sometimes if you're not careful, you'll feel like, and I don't want to talk too fast because I get ahead of myself, but if you're not careful, you'll you'll be frustrated at your circle because your circle have not expanded you. And you forget that. No, this is my job. This is something that I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, because I've I have seen many times, even myself, that because we laughed and talk, or oh, we kicking and we laugh, and I, we share each other's business, personal business, and you may feel like you'll feel obligated, okay? You'll get a false obligation. Well, let me go ahead and just cut them a deal because something has happened with them at home or they're going through something. Mm-mm. You have to draw the line of, listen, I know you're going through. I know this may be happening. Trust me. People can pay for what they want to pay for. Okay? Trust me. They are going to the guy and the girl next door. Right? They're going on Amazon Prime. They're going on Shein, uh, Victoria's Secret, and they're buying exactly what they want without a discount. And if we're not careful, sometimes us as a service provider, we will make people think this is okay. But trust me, they know what you really charge. And they know what, and they're hoping sometimes that you will give them. And now, now I'm not saying sometimes you can't cut them, cut your friend a price or cut them a deal. But you should not create a culture. You should not create an obligation that this is something that I need to do because we're BFFs or we click, we, we're tight and we're in a circle. No, you have to set the boundaries. How many times have we have lost financially or lost emotionally or mentally is because we felt like, hey, you know, you get home, you count your money. You're like, and everybody on your books today is people you laugh and talk with. But because you are an emotional charger and you have not set the boundaries, hey, you feel like I just need to cut everybody a deal. You know, so, but I thank God because my friends, people around me, my family, they do not expect a discount at all. And they support 200% and I support them um, just as much. Okay. So you want to make sure as an entrepreneur that you set the boundaries and you don't forget that you are a service provider and it costs being a service provider. It is costing you to provide these services, okay? It's costing you to give them what's fresh on the scene, what's new on the scene. And if you are cutting everybody a deal that you laugh, talk, and cry with, you are not profiting, okay? So you want to make sure that you are not um, losing profit. And this is another note. Do not waste time 
spending on new things and being a junkie of new, 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 and it's costing you so much money, but you're not charging, right? So you want to make sure that you set those boundaries and that you realize that you are providing a service and a, a service that your client wants, your sister may want, your best friend may want. Listen, true friends, real friends will support you and pay what you are worth and pay you what you're charging. And sometimes you may feel it on your heart. Hey, just go ahead and take it. Why? Because you know that they support you. You know that there's no hidden agendas behind the support. Okay. So number one is that don't forget that you are a service provider and not just a BFF. Number two, put a system in place. Okay. Put your system in place. Put your booking system in place. Put your system in place, how they book you, how they should approach you, uh, a system in place, how they should purchase your products, a system in place of how they should, um, uh, respond, uh, reach out to you. I heard Sydney Trim say that if they don't know how to treat you, um, teach them how to treat you. Okay. Teach them and show you how to treat you. Uh, and so, and I say this is because there are people who will call you after hours. They'll call you on Sunday mornings. Y'all know good and well, I'm a church boy and I'm sitting on the front row on Sunday mornings. <laughs> so I can't be booking no appointments and no, no client consultation. Uh-uh, can't do it. And so I politely say, listen, this, this, I, I can't, I can't book you like this. So th here is my website. You can book me, but unfortunately I'm unavailable to have the conversation with you and I'm sitting in service, right? So, uh, you, yeah. So put your booking system in place. Um, you know, and there was times where I were, I was booking people sitting in TJ Maxx line, Walmart line, driving down the road, texting, inboxing, DM. Listen, no, create a strategic place that people can book and purchase your things. If it's a booking site, website, whatever site it is, it needs to be a strategic location that people can find you and that they can reach you. Okay, even if you have to give, create a Google number, figure out a free number that you can give people so that you would not be disturbed while you're spending time with your family, while you while you are out to eat, hanging out with your friends. So there definitely have to be some boundaries set when it comes to how people should be able to find you and locate you. So you need to put a system in place. And again, a, a, a business without a system is a chaotic business. It's a business that have no boundaries. And so you want to make sure that we all are held accountable with putting a system in place. And let me say this, while you're putting the system in place, it is going to roughen up those that do not like order. They do not like order. So if you have been used to and your clients and and customers have been used to you operating without a system. The moment that you put a system in place, it is going to roughen some feathers. Okay. You're going to have people that will say, Oh, this is hard. I don't like doing this. I don't like this new way. Listen, I had the same thing that happened, but after a while, everybody enjoys it. Now the only people I think sometimes who may not still enjoy it is people sometimes may feel like that they are, um, they consider themselves family, you know, and it's cute. And some of them are, but sometimes they feel like that they're not personable 
with you. No, people sometimes want to feel like they're personable. No, they can get personable when you when they come in. Okay, they don't always have to always call you, check on your family, and that's nice. But those things sometimes need to have a boundary. Okay, they need to have a boundary because when you start creating connections like that, they will feel like your system is not needed and they will always um, contact you or reach you how they've been have, how they've been contacting you, right? And that's anytime, any day, any place without no order. So it's all about bringing order and adjustment to your business so that you can be organized. People pay attention to how they book you, how you do business. They pay attention to everything. They may not tell you, but trust me, they are taking notes. And the moment that I realized I put a system in place, I was able to get in and get out. Okay. And I've made more money with a system than I did with just saying, you all just come on to get your hair done. And you're in there to midnight, right? Your body is tired. You know, probably gave half of the people a discount. Stop it. Okay. Stop it today on this get your money man. Stop it. Don't do it anymore. Okay. You're doing nothing but uh spoiling your clients and customers and when it's time for them to respect you they don't want to do it 100 so you want to create an atmosphere and a culture where you have a system in place and people respect it and those who do not want to respect it hey they either just get with it or get gone point number three um stop blaming your circle and i'll talk about this a little bit in the beginning stop blaming your circle for the reason you're not expanded. Let me say this. If you're in entrepreneurship and you only expecting your circle to support, you are in for a rude awakening. Okay. Now my circle, I don't mind practicing on my circle. I don't mind giving my circle certain things and access freebies, things of the nature, because I realize my circle is not my, uh, my audience. Okay. Your audience are those that you don't even know. Okay, it is people that you can just simply run into people. Like I said, you don't even know them. You want to see your brand and your business going beyond your circle. You want to see your business's brand go beyond your and market beyond your four and no more. You want to we live in a whole world out here. There are so many people, even in your local community, who don't even know that you exist. You will be surprised after all of the marketing that you're doing via social media, that people in your local community still don't know what you have to offer. People you go to church with on a daily, on a weekly basis, still don't know what you have to offer. And so we get, we'll tend to get upset and say, well, he ain't supporting it. She ain't supporting. No, they've been supporting you when you was in the dark, bruh and sir, right? They've been supporting you. So no, you have to see your marketing going past your friend level zone. Okay. We, we have to be creative and introduce ourselves to people, not be afraid to introduce ourselves uh, and push your marketing, push what you have to offer wherever you go. Drop off one or two business cards wherever you go. You can go into certain restaurants and they may have a bulletin where local um, entrepreneurs can post their, their flyers and their business cards. This is the perfect opportunity for you to share what you have to offer with other people. As well as Facebook ads, Instagram ads, things of that nature. Even find the local influencers, even in your local area. Hey, call them up and say, hey, I would love to um, work with you. 
and this is what you can do for me and I can do this for you and swap out swap out marketing use a local um, influencer to help promote what you have to offer check out who's you know I'm sure you can scroll down your Instagram and Facebook and find people locally who have plenty of followers plenty of feedback and and likes and shares connect with them and help brand and market your um, what you have to offer okay so we're going to stop blaming people out for no more for why we're not expanding the marketing is on you the marketing is on you and you have to be willing to be creative to find out what works best and what you like doing and put other people to work right put other people to work get get matter of fact get your circle to wear your t-shirts let them wear your t-shirts be like hey it's friday night i know you're going out take this t-shirt cut it up real nice can you wear this out for me you know can you try this? Can you post this for me? Um, things of those nature. So those, those, your circle is usually going to be kind of per se like your team. They're like your team players. They're going to help you push and they're going to help you bring in customers. Don't expect them to be responsible and obligated to make you rich because uh -uh, that is not the case. Okay. That is not the case. And lastly, set some financial goals for the week in sales. Now, I have noticed something with my own business when it came to the salon. The weeks that I just freely just make money, um, it's okay, but it's not what it could be. But the weeks that I set, I literally write down, write down a specific financial goal for the week I supersedes it I always go over maybe $500 I may go over $600 over my goal and and when I do that I'm like dang I should have set the bar higher so what I want you all to do this week is to set a financial goal for your business how do you do that so what I did was I'm sure there are multiple ways and multiple strategies to come up with this so what I did was I basically said um, I thought back on the week that I made the most money, okay? For an example, let's say $1,500 I made at the salon for one week, okay? Um, in a salon suite, just made $1,500 randomly. So I would say, what did I do in, those, in, that, in that week that gained me $1,500, okay? And this may be something that you want, you want to do every week. So number one, go back in your mind, the week that you made the most money, okay? And then secondly, find out what are some things that you've done that week that you specifically just haven't been doing the other weeks, okay? Write that goal, write that number down. Now, for what I want you to do this week, I want you to go ahead and say, listen, I'm selling cupcakes, I'm selling shoes, I'm selling shirts. My The most I've made was 500 in a week. So I want you to go ahead to set the mark, okay? For if, if your highest week been 500, go ahead and set the mark for 500. And I'm guaranteeing you because there is something about writing the vision, making it plain on pen and paper. It's like it's a contract between heaven, you and heaven. And it's like you're going to supersede what you have put on paper, right? You supersede what you put on paper. I need some of y'all to even just grab this because I think this is a prophetic moment right here. I believe that whatever number that you put down this week concerning your business, that you are going to supersede that amount and that you're going to supernaturally draw people, supernaturally draw people 
to your business and to your establishment. There's something about writing a vision. I'm telling you, it's amazing. It's not just, sometimes we can get so caught up on writing a vision, writing a vision, writing a vision, writing a vision that we forget to execute what we wrote. We forget to now we have to strategize what we wrote, how to make this happen. And so when I begin to set a, a standard financial goal set for the week, I've seen I seen things happen really quick. I seen the money come just like that. And so today I want you to just sit down, go back in your head and figure out that week that you had, you, you was like, dang, this is a, this was an amazing week of sales that I made. Go back to that and, and, and just sit and watch God supersede that and do everything that you know to do when it comes to marketing and get people, pull your team together, right? Come up with a contest. Things of that nature to help people, get people excited. Do whatever you need to do. If you got to TikTok it, dance it, uh, whatever you need to do, make it happen. But I promise you, set those financial goals this week concerning your business and watch you supersede that. So hope you all take these um, strategies and these nuggets that I've seen work tremendously uh, for me. Uh, and through trial and error and I promise you it is definitely going to work for you and so again share this with somebody thank you so much I want you all to go ahead and screenshot this and support it on social media tag me on Instagram which is Gerard G-E-R-E-A-U Gary G-A-R-Y uh, and tag me and so I can repost you and let people know on social media Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, let them know, hey, I have been on Get Your Money Made podcast. Go and support and listen. So don't forget to share this. Thank you all so much. There are some other events coming up and stay tuned for that. And don't forget to get your money made. Well, here is more than just about money.